Welcome to another episode of the Gaining Control Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Corley. And if you if this is your first time listening to the Gaining Control Podcast, this podcast is about designing a set of beliefs which helps you make sense of the world and yourself. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about a topic that is talked about widely, um, but I wanted to give my emphasis on the topic, but I also wanted to take a different direction with the topic. And, th- and the thing I wanted to talk about is how important it is to embrace being uncomfortable in your journey or pathway to success. The reason why I want to speak on that is because um, today is the anniversary of being in Oklahoma City for 10 years. Um, exactly 10 years ago on August 12th, which is today, um, I moved to Oklahoma City and moving here, I came here with two gym bags, a computer, a car. Um, I was actually in a relationship at that point um, that was different than, than my wife, but I came here and I was totally uncomfortable because even that relationship was new. And so coming here, um, I didn't, I only think I knew I was in graduate school. I didn't know how I was going to earn money. I didn't know how I was going to survive. Um, I did have a place to stay on campus, but um, a lot of other things were just uncertain. Everything was uncomfortable. And so I knew there was a lot of pushback in terms of everything I was experiencing every day and having to navigate so many different new problems. Um, compared to already the existing problems that I had in my life and being able to to fight through the temptation to want to run back to comfort and just staying up here and fighting through the discomfort um, to position myself to be successful was a huge, huge, huge ordeal for my life to help me be the man that I am today. And so I wanted to start with that topic because I believe that there's a lot of people currently in the season of their life that they're very uncomfortable. And they don't understand the power of embracing that discomfort to move themselves into not a comfortable place, but a correct place. Um, And and the reason why I want to um, stay on this topic right now, and I want to shed some insight on this topic from my own personal experience, is because everything I've done since I moved here 10 years ago has been uncomfortable and that um, discomfort have not left. I want to repeat that. Everything I've done over the last 10 years since moving to Oklahoma City Um, It's still uncomfortable and the discomfort has not left. That is important for people to understand because I think when we look at being uncomfortable, we always, it's something we want to get rid of. But what happens when you can't get rid of it? What happens when it's here to stay? What happened is when being uncomfortable is the new way to to move. Um, Being uncomfortable is the new way to travel um, to your goals. It's the new way to live your life. When it's the new thing, what happens? What? How do you embrace being uncomfortable and remaining uncomfortable is the important piece that I want to cover today because I, I, I know for sure a lot of people can achieve the things that they set sail for. A lot of people can achieve, achieve the things that they dream of, but a lot of people desire to be comfortable and to move correctly, and you can't do the two at the same time. Um, it's impossible to do. Um, you cannot be comfortable and move correctly. Um, moving correctly for your life requires for you to be uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable isn't a bad thing. It's just it, it just meaning that what you're used to having isn't going to be in your life at that moment. The friends that you have may not be with you as you go through this journey for what it is you truly want to desire. The family members you're used to having around may not be with you every day no more. Um, the, the, the environment... The culture, everything may be different. It may ask you um, to embrace something new. 
It'll ask you to partner with different people. It'll ask you um, to challenge yourself in ways you never did. You have to be okay with that if you truly want to achieve what it is you want to achieve. And so I knew I had to give up a lot of things. And, and, and coming to uh, Oklahoma 10 years ago, what ended up happening was um, 30 days before that, I had just moved back home from undergraduate college. Undergraduate college was in rural area um, called Wayne, Nebraska. I'm a graduate of Wayne State College. And before that, I was at an HBCU in Daytona Beach, Florida, um, Bethune-Cookman University. And before that, that's when I was in high school. I was staying in Miami with my parents. And when I look back over my life, there was never a year that I was comfortable. Everything was uncomfortable. I just didn't understand how uncomfortable it was because what I saw for the first 18, 19 years of my life was normal. It was normal environment that I seen every day. And when you see something for 18, 19 years, you don't associate it being uncomfortable. You associate it with being normal. And when things are normal, it becomes comfortable. And for myself, that uncomfortableness is something that I noticed when I look back was always there. And it actually helped me to move all these different places and challenge myself with new things constantly because I noticed and I recognized that I never been comfortable. So if I never been comfortable, why fight to remain comfortable? Why not use the opportunity of always experiencing uncomfortableness as an advantage to position myself for what it is that I really want in life? And once I started doing this, I didn't know um, this was actually a thing in terms of being successful. It was just something that I mentally kind of um, compartmentalized in my own brain that this is what I need to do for me to be successful. As I got older and I started listening to different um, people on the topic, I started to realize it's not something I conjured up in my mind. I also knew um, and I learned from other people that this is actually a thing that many people had to do. And so it was very pivotal that I embraced just being uncomfortable. And, and it led to me um, really enjoying the process so far in the journey of life that I'm that I'm live. But a few things that I learned along the way is that I learned about myself that I was able to exist around different type of people. I was able to exist around in, in big city crowds. I was able to exist in small towns. I was able to exist in country towns, um, cities. I was able to exist in rural areas. I was able to exist in medium-sized cities. It didn't matter the place. It didn't matter what was happening around me. I was able to exist. I was able to find a way to put who I know as Travis Corley in a position to win. I knew I can do it. And so I'd done it going from an HBCU to a predominantly white institute. Um, if you don't know, HBCU stands for Historically Black College slash Universities. And PWI stands for Predominantly White Institutions. And those two terms, what it means is that there's a certain race or ethnicity that dominates the majority student count on campus. That's all it means. And so they highlight the student count by giving it these type of terms to help with making sense of the culture or the environment in which you're going to experience. And for myself, 
going from a historically black college slash university where it's 95 to probably 98% of the college campus looks like me as an African-American male or have some type of relations to African-Americans. And now going to a predominantly white institution where I went from the majority on the HBCU campus to the minority on a predominantly white institution and not seeing a representation of myself as much anymore and not having the same language, not having the same um, background understanding as a lot of my peers now, now I have to find a new way to navigate where I'm at. And outside of navigating that, I have to find a new way with how to survive, how to communicate and how to exist. And I was able to do it. I was able to graduate college, but I was also able to make a lot of friends and a lot of relationships I built with people that looked it, that lived, that was everything different to me. And still to this day, I still have a lot of those quality relationships in my life. But also, despite I didn't graduate at the HBCU, I still have a lot of those relationships that I still speak to people and I'm still doing things with people and I'm still friends with people and I still have accountability, responsibilities with those same people. So I figured out that there was something that I knew how to do and how I embraced the process. And it showed up in me accepting uncomfortableness as the new thing for me. And I was able to put myself in all these situations to be uncomfortable because I knew I understood how to navigate it. I knew how to position myself. So I started to use that uncomfortableness to my advantage and it put me in great situations ever since. And so I still do it now. I do it now more intentionally than I ever did. And so the thing that I wanted to to, to talk on was how to use your uncomfortableness to your advantage. And, and the, the way you do that is by first being intentional with what's around you. Take inventory of what's around you and be intentional with it. And be intentional with how to create advantages with it, how to make sense of what's happening around you. And so for myself being on a predominantly white institute, I noticed that there was a few habits that the predominantly white students had that I didn't see on the HBCU campus. That was the first thing I noticed. And the, the, the thing that I noticed was library time was a little different Cafeteria time was a little different. Football games, being on the yard or the quad or just being out on the campus was a little different. How students went about everything was totally different than I ever thought. And that's when I started to see the difference in terms of what makes HBCU students successful and what made PWI students successful. And I, I was able to sit down and take inventory and notes on two different groups of people to make sense of who I need to become to be successful. And I gained insight from two different areas that to this day, I'm so blessed that I made the decision to chase after different dreams and goals that I had because that uncomfortableness taught me so much about myself to the point that I don't know who I would have became if I didn't go this route. So all of the crying 
when I was uncomfortable, all of the frustration when I was failing at some of my dreams, all of the things that I thought was going wrong was actually benefiting me. I just didn't see it and understand it in that moment. And so being intentional was the first thing. And that's the thing you must do. Be intentional, meaning take inventory, study your environment, study the people, study the culture, study how certain things happen. Find the patterns around you that makes things go. Find the things that find the fuel, the gas or whatever, the energy that makes things produce at the level it's producing at. Study everything around you and everybody around you. Ask questions. Interview people on what helps them to survive and thrive in the area that you're in currently. Talk to people that previously did what you're doing now. Do all the homework that you that's necessary because all the insight that you're going to gain is going to help you to be intentional with your walk. It's going to help you be intentional, intentional, intentionable. Um, I get words wrong all the time. It's going to help you to be intentional about the direction in which you need to go. And so I did that first. And that turned out to be one of the greatest steps that I can ever have taken because I gained a lot of insight, a lot of information that I still use to this day to my advantage. The next thing was I learned about people that I thought would be great as accountability partners for the season that I'm in in life. And I went to those people and asked for them to be accountability partners. Catch this. I didn't ask them to be my mentor. I asked them to be my accountability partner because sometimes your accountability partner and your mentor will be different people because your mentor is not always going to be accountable for where you're at and who you are at the time. And all in your accountability partner is going to always be able to mentor you in the direction in which you want to go. But there may be some type of discipline and your accountability partner that you need to help you as a young person, to help you in the area that you're at, to help you in the environment that you're at, and to help you to navigate life in a totally different way than what a mentor would do for you. And I think it's healthy to have a mentor and a different accountability partner sometimes. Now, your mentor can become accountable for you in many ways, but they're not, sometimes they're not solely the accountability partner that, that, that you need. And so I found a lot of disciplines in a lot of people that I knew if I got disciplined how they are in those areas, that my life would change and go to the next level. And it would position me to win in the way that I desire to win. So I positioned myself to go and speak with these people about accountability. And after I spoke with them, them people about accountability and I started gaining um, the sense of what they did in their everyday life, what they processes to help them to be the people that they are or to help them win at the level that they're winning at in life. After I got that accountability and I started soaking in what accountability is. And so now I'm being intentional and now I have accountability. The next thing that I was able to do that helped take me to the level that I'm at now to help me enjoy life, to help me be a father, to help me be married, to help me be accountable to um, kids, um, in schools that I speak in, locker rooms that I'm in, to help me be accountable as a leader at my jobs, to help me to be a community, um, a community partner with with different people, to help me to chase after wild dreams, to help me to 
talk about marketing and different leadership strategies as I do um, sometimes that help me to even just record this podcast and to be in the space of helping other people gain control of their life, but also too, to help you design that set of beliefs that help you make sense of the world and yourself. What next, what I did was the pivotal thing that helped me get there. And I studied and I studied and I studied and I studied how to become an effective, an effective and an effective, effective, effective leader. It is so important to study, to study, to study leadership. I engulfed myself in leadership for years and years and years. And inside of the leadership, I started to learn more about the accountability partners that I had in my life. But I also started to learn more about how important it is to be intentional. But I also learned how to use that uncomfortableness in my advantage even deeper than I ever thought I would. And that's where I learned the different strategies to position myself to take advantage of being uncomfortable. And that's where I truly believe where most people right now in the world need to be at. We need to study leadership all over. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and study all the leadership gurus. What I am telling you to study is the effective leaders that's around you. Why I'm telling you to study the effective leaders that's around you versus the leadership gurus. Now, I studied the leadership gurus because I didn't know to look around me for accountability for many years. Once I started looking around me for accountability, that's when I noticed that I didn't have to study the leadership gurus, that I can study the winners that was around me. When I started studying the winners that was around me, I started to get insight to how they was making what was around us able to work for them and how they was able to communicate and position themselves to be in position to be where they need to be at to win. And I started studying the local businessmen and women, the local professors, um, the, the bosses in my job that was that was achieving success with the stores that they had in retail, because um, I worked in retail for many years. Um, I started to study the families that I saw that was thriving, the husbands that was thriving, the wives that was thriving, the marriages that was thriving. I started to study the the the, the millionaires that I saw that didn't even look like millionaires that I got like insight on how they earned their millions of dollars. I started studying those people. I started studying a lot of the pastors that I looked up to. Um, I started studying what I saw was associated with the type of happiness that I wanted or the type of winning that I wanted for my life. I started studying that stuff and I started focusing and keying in on those people. And I learned so many valuable lessons that I couldn't fathom what I learned in a short period of time to help me. And so now here I am, I'm a kid out the inner city. Um, I do know, have a relationship with my father and I love my father to death, um, and, but my father wasn't in my household every day. My father didn't stay with me. My father wasn't active in developing me as mentally, spiritually, emotionally as I would probably have preferred but my father was around and I'm not discrediting he was around, but there was a lot of moments that I had lonely because my father wasn't around. So I had to navigate the inconsistency of our relationship. My mother was pivotal in my everyday life. Um, and I 
I thank her for it. I had most of my grandparents up to 17. Um, my I now have just one grandmother left. But I was in a position where I had to navigate the inner city, a lot of violence, a lot of crime, um, a lot of poverty um, was around. I had to um, navigate just the mentality of, of always accepting less as more and not positioning myself to achieve the more that I had in mind. Um, so I got hooked on employee mindset. Um, I got hooked on always being um, the workhorse. Um, I never thought of being a creator. And so I went through this phase of where I thought less of myself and I always achieved and went after less. And I had to get over that. And I got to this level now that I'm just, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a community leader, I'm all these things. And so it's one of those situations where embracing that uncomfortableness allowed for me to get here because it positioned me to be in a space around people that I was able to be intentional and have accountability that was able to answer all the uncertainty that I had that was causing me to be uncomfortable. And getting those answers and the information to now start applying it where I was in my life, a lot of that uncomfortableness turned into process. And I want you to catch that. The uncomfortableness turned into process, meaning the uncomfortableness never left. What happened was my mind stopped registering what I was experiencing as being uncomfortable. And it started to register as this is the process to success. And I started to just do little things, little simple things that helped position my life to be more of the things I thought I needed to experience to be happy. That was it. That was all that happened. And if people understand how simple it is to change your mindset and to look at things from a different perspective, people will start winning more often than they, than they have been winning in their life. You start winning now. You start winning tomorrow. You'll start winning tonight, to be just completely honest, because I'm recording right now. It's 941 where I'm at at night. So once you start to go about it being uncomfortable a little differently than you did before, you're going to start to receive different things in your life. And so that's what this episode was about. Making sense of just being uncomfortable. And how once you make sense of being uncomfortable, how it helps you to transition your life into the lifestyle or to the things that you desire that you really wanted for your life. And so I wanted to share that. I have so much other stories that I wanted to share about just the season of me um, being here in Oklahoma City over the last 10 years, what I experienced, what it took for me to develop into the man that I am today and the leader that I am today. But I wanted to, to start the conversation on being uncomfortable in that way, because I truly live that. That is not something I got from a book. It's not something I heard from somebody else's podcast. It's not something I heard from the radio. It is something I lived. And so I was, I'm able to, to give you that insight because I know what it, what it looks like to experience that level of uncomfortableness. And so the next episode, I do want to get on the topic of escaping your feelings. I wanted to tell you that topic right now, escaping your feelings. I believe our feelings or our association with why we have to feel everything is holding people back from going to the next level. I understand that because I was one of those people too that always talked about what he felt. 
how I felt, how I feel. I always reference my life in those terms. And I noticed that that's a huge immaturity that a lot of people have to get over. So please tune in to the episode after this one that's coming in six days. Um, please tune in because that episode is going to be just as important as all the episodes that I've put together on this podcast. And I hope today was really impactful. If it was, please share it with a friend. Um, I would like for you to share that, share this podcast message privately with a friend. You don't even have to do it publicly. Privately and write a simple message to your friend on how much they may need this message and, and just share with them how they can connect with me. But I want you to show it privately because I want to build a tribe. I don't want to build um, a following. I want to build a tribe. And what building a tribe is with people that you can connect with deeper on a deeper level than just socially over a status or a post. I want to connect with people. I want to get with people. I want to um, to do Zoom calls with people. I want to do what I can do to help people gain control of their life. And so coming up soon, gaining control, life coaching will be available. Um, I would put all the details out um, and every faucet of life that I can put it out um, for you to get it and share with people. And I am going to start off by doing some free life coaching because I truly, truly, truly believe I have the tools to help you um, make sense, design a set of beliefs to make sense of the world and yourself. And so that's all I have for today's episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Gain and Control podcast. I hope you have an amazing week. Enjoy the rest of tonight and live your best life. Chase after your dreams and please do not stop once everything get uncomfortable peace push through because what you truly um believe you can desire you will you will achieve in your lifetime so thank you once again i appreciate you all